do us a quick favor guys hit the follow subscribe button share this with someone who would benefit from it and help us grow as the more we grow the better the episodes we get thanks guys for helping us and let's get into the episode And he's here, he is here. Cristiano has entered the building. Welcome, wherever you are, to the Old Trafford Theatre. Yes, guys, welcome back to this episode of Skulls the Podcast today. We are going through risk evasion. Now, what I mean by that is calculating the risks. Now, this one's been a big one for me throughout my life um obviously the, the older i get the more aware of I, I become the better i get at making decisions but it's all about risk evasion for me now breaking it down to its most simplest and purest form is weighing the pros in over the cons and the potential so of course there is going to be essentially three possibilities and it's dependent on um it could be dependent completely on you it could be dependent on uh, a situation it could be dependent on multiple things but essentially you have to weigh out the pros and the cons uh in retrospect to the situation within your knowledge now that's that's the core and what i'll explain uh, and give much more detail on is breaking it down and actually giving examples so that it's more personal to you and i can give you examples of how i've used risk evasion and calculation in my favor so now that you've got the gist of the episode, let's dive into it a little bit more. So, risk. It's all about calculation. Now, there's always going to be fault to your decision making because you can't control the future. You can't control what's out of your control. And everything that you know, that's all you know. It sounds stupid to say, but everything that you know is all that you know. Now, think about that truly. So, if you didn't know that there was another color outside of the 70-something colors there probably are, then those colors don't exist to you. There's a tribe in, I think, uh, South America where they see and call different colors to what we know. So they're green. They see that. They might see the, all different shades of green as... So what we see is blue, yellow, and green. They might see that as their different colors of green that they know of. And they call them different greens. Like maybe if they had a dark green or a plant that was a specific green and they named it that green. It's literally all in your head. So within your knowledge, you don't know anything outside of it. Now, it's a very difficult concept to get around. And me just saying that won't allow you to fully understand it. But that's an example of how you only know what you know. So essentially, I think that the biggest thing to explain there is it's what I've what I've previously spoken about actually it's a good example is when you when you know what you know sometimes it's actually not worth to explore other options outside of that because it may not be worth your time maybe it's better to be ignorant to those things because if you were to educate yourself on being so educated on a specific subject maybe that things already happened so for example if I was to educate myself more on the chances of me finding a team in Hungary, maybe by the time that I've actually fully educated myself and been able to make a smart enough decision, then by that time, I, I may not be able to find a team anymore because it's too late in the season or something like that. So it's all, you, you don't know if it's worth it or not to even educate yourself in some areas. So sometimes it's good to be ignorant. Now, 
there, there's that flip side as well where you don't want to be completely ignorant making a decision. So what that looks like is potentially educating yourself in an area enough to make a decision. So what you can do is you can speak to people who aren't educated so that you get a good enough perspective. So what that looked like for me is as soon as I started to make my decision to come back to Australia, what did I do? I started speaking to people on the ground in Australia. I started speaking more people in Hungary actually to see if it was the right decision because I might have been told one thing and it actually was something else. That still could be the situation. I was told by the coaches that I can't play for a second or third division team in Hungary. Maybe that's wrong. I don't know. I did try and confirm that, but I still could be wrong there. So within my knowledge, that was the right decision, but it could be wrong. Maybe it was easy to me to clarify that. And honestly, even just thinking about it now, I probably should have, but I am pretty certain that that, that was right. But potentially that's leaving a stone unturned because what if that coach was wrong? Then maybe I could have found a team. Now, obviously, there's a lot of other reasons why I couldn't have found a team. Um, and if you've listened to that episode before, you would know what that, that means. But essentially, within the knowledge that I had, I couldn't make an informed... I could I could make an informed enough decision using the people that I know and speaking with people, doing my own research, things like that, to then make a calculated decision. It's all about calculating the risks and the, the reward, right? So if I was to stay in Hungary then the potential risk of me not finding a team probably outweighs actually finding a team for six months and trying to work my way up to the number one position. That probably isn't a smart decision. So even at the best scenario, even if that's 1% or less than 1%, it's not worth that risk because it is so against me. And, and when it's against me, I'm not just saying it's maybe there's things in my control. Some things are almost out side of my control now I, I don't say things are completely outside of your control because you can always influence things i believe but my passport that is out of my control to see where it to, to see where it get, gets approved or when it gets approved because essentially i don't have the last save when it does and when it doesn't so that is out of my control but i can't necessarily i can i can influence it by staying up to date being on top of it but i can't necessarily be in complete control now, the other reason to why I could influence it and why that is to a degree within my control is because I could have done this years ago, not just six months ago. Now, other problem with that is that years ago, I wouldn't have been able to get my Hungarian passport because it was still classified as Ukrainian. So again, maybe if I did it seven years ago, then I could have gotten it. Maybe I was Hungar Hungarian, whatever it was. But that was outside of my knowledge. Seven years ago, I wasn't even playing football seriously. So that's outside of my knowledge. Therefore, if I was to educate myself and do those types of things, it wouldn't be worth my time, nor would I even be able to conceptualize because I never knew that my life was going to go like this. So I have to be okay with that level of ignorance to actually calculate that risk, if that makes sense. Now, giving more relatable stories to maybe yourself, let's say... You're going to to you're, you're trying to figure out if you're going to go to university or if you're going to drop out and or stop school all up and do something separate from school. You have to weigh out the pros and cons. Now, if you're in Australia, I personally believe that going to university is actually always going to be unless you have to um, go to university for the degree that sorry for the job that you want. For example, like physiotherapy, being a doctor, things where the university is crucial. Doing those things, I think that the return on your investment is high if that's what you truly want to do. But something where it's not necessarily 
I'm guaranteed, I think you have to weigh out the risks, right? If you're to then go to university, and now you're betting on a lot of hypotheticals here, right? Because you might not know what you want to do. Let's say you've got a situation where you want to go into a uni course and it's going to cost you 120000 for the three years that you want to do. Is that 120000 going to propel you forwards into the pathway that you want to go to after you finish that course? Or is that going to be a burden and you can potentially get that um, job or a similar job through just doing the experience itself? So you have to then weigh out the risks of, okay, if I do this and I do this for the three years, the time that I spend here and the debt that I get myself into, is this going to be putting me on a better pedestal of success than doing it where I just do work experience for those three years? I do a bit of money to earn on the side separately, but then I'm in a better place to go at that job three years time later when I've maybe actually got, let's say, 120000 in savings rather than being 120000 in debt and then potentially you're at a better place than you were to get that job because you've got experience. It may be bad experience, but you're better. You're in a better position than you were prior to you starting, of course, but then even compared to the university degree. Now, of course, take this with a grain of salt because it's going to be completely situational every single time. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying here, go, go don't, don't do university and just go into a hospital because that's not even going to happen. You're not going to be able to get work experience if you're not doing a university degree. So take it with a grain of salt, okay? This is only an example, and I'm not educated enough myself to even give advice onto what you should or shouldn't do in, when it comes to university. This is merely just an example of how you can propel yourself forwards or back by the decisions you make. Now, for me personally, I do think that university could be a lazy way of doing it in terms of the example that I've given you, right? So if I say that the example that I've given you right now, the university degree is the easy way out because you were relying on someone else's time schedule. So if you were to do your three-year university course where everything was laid out in front of you, you just follow the law, the guideline, and all you need to do is get a 50% minimum and you're done, you complete the thing, and you've got your piece of paper at the end of it, but you're 100000 in debt or 120000 in debt. That's an easy way of doing it because it's almost guaranteed success. Now, if we flip that and you put that onto yourself, now it's all or nothing, right? You, are, you don't have the privilege of going off someone's time schedule. Now, when I say that you have the privilege, you also don't have the privilege because you're in $100,000 of debt or more. But let's say if that's not an issue for you, then that time schedule that you have is a privilege. If you don't have that time schedule, then you don't, you're not as privileged as that next person. So then you have to work harder and more disciplined to your end goal because it's all on you. It's not on that piece of paper. So if you're to then take complete control for your situation and then rework it so that essentially it's do or die, right? You either make it or you don't, then potentially you could have the best outcome as possible or you could have the worst. So the extremes are higher. Now, what I mean by that is with your university degree, you can't achieve higher than the highest, let's say, degree or, or mark that you can get. So your cap at a university is 100%. Right, So they've actually essentially put a cap on you. Now, again, take this with a grain of salt. I don't know what I'm saying, but understand it and maybe relate it to your perspective here. So when I say there is a cap put on you, you can't achieve higher than what is set at that university degree. Just like you don't know more than you know, you can't achieve higher than the highest mark, okay? Maybe you can learn valuable things, but you are capped 
by their limit put on you. When you take control of everything, then there is no limit. You can take control of it and you set the bar. But that also means that you can fall to the lowest. So it's completely dependent on your ability. Now, if you are someone who is lazy and they won't take in complete control for their situation, then $120,000 of debt is maybe not an issue for you, then sure, go ahead, go to university. Now, again, when I say that, don't take it seriously. I just want to reiterate that. When I say don't go to university, don't listen to it. This is merely an example. This is completely situational. But if you believe that you can work hard enough to then get yourself in a better position to where you are better than you were if you were to go to university and also you're not in $120,000 of debt, potentially you're even 120000 in savings, then that's going to propel you to a better position than you were if you were to not do the university course. Sorry, to then to, if you would do the university course. So do you see what I'm saying there? I hope, I hope you kind of understand. Now, I'm going through it very fast because something that I, I, I'm very aware of and I, I think about very often, it's all about risk evasion. It's, it, it's weighing the positives, the pros and the cons, and, and, and essentially it's relying on yourself. If you truly know that you're able to do it, then and you're not going to take the lazy route, then do it, just like me, right? I know that in Australia, the limit of me playing in Australia is playing for the Australian national team and playing for an A-League team, right? If I then go to Europe where the best possible scenario is playing for the biggest teams in the world, then there's no limit on me, okay? I can play for the best team in the world if I'm able to put in enough work, if I'm able to be in the right situation, if I'm able to put myself in that right situation, okay? Just like how I got to my first team, okay? I was able to do that. That was within my control. And I made the best out of the situation. Was I able to do that in Australia at the same level? Potentially. And almost, yes, definitely. But I did it in Europe. That's impressive. No one can take that from me because I did that. And that's going to then propel me forwards to the next, you know, place that I go. So it's all about that risk evasion, being aware, calculating the pros and the cons, and then also just betting on yourself. If you know that you are the type of person to make it work, bet on yourself. Don't leave, don't leave it up to someone else's timeline where they have control of your situation, where they have control of your cap. That's essentially what I can see as a university. They have control over your over your successes and they will bring you up on your losses, which is lazy. If you're getting brought up for your losses, you won't learn how to actually navigate the real world. Because if you're getting brought up for your losses, imagine if you spend $2 million on a new house, but you can't afford that. Then and, and the government's helping you bring up from your losses, you're not going to be brought up by the government. You're going to actually make yourself worse in a worse situation, in a worse scenario. And for longevity, there's nothing there. So you're putting yourself in a worse place by learning that if you, you can fail, but you'll be brought up by your peers from their marks or whatever. That's essentially what university can do for you. And it's lazy. And I don't like that. Now, again, when I say that, don't just switch the word university for anything else where they've put a cap on you. Switch up for football in Australia. Switch up for X, Y, and Z. That's essentially what I see as risk evasion and betting on yourself. I bet on myself. Think about this. You're 15 years old. It's your first year of playing football. You get released from a club that doesn't even play the highest level in Australia. What would you do? Would you go to Germany by yourself as a 15-year-old to try and find a team? You've got no contacts in Germany. All you've got is this silly LinkedIn page where you've been uploading and networking. All you do is you send out emails every night trying to get more and more trials. Do you bet on yourself 
or do you go against it and you stick to the system? Now, a lot of people would stick to the system and maybe that's the right decision. I don't know. But I thought and I believe that if I bet on myself to make it work, then why couldn't I make it work? Why not? Why couldn't I make that work? Right? If, if I don't make it work, then brilliant. I can go back to Australia and I can fall for the lazy task. Or I make the best of the lazy task if I have surgery and I have, they think I've got cancer and whatever, right? That's a different story. But are you able to bet on yourself with absolute confidence that you can make the best of the situation? It's up to you. I don't know. I can't say yes or no. But for me, I bet on myself and I believe that I made it work. Now, if you know me more personally, I'd be able to reveal more details on what the off-season looked like for me and the clubs that I was speaking with and situations that were offered to me. Um, not offered, okay? I didn't necessarily have anything offered, okay, other than a club. I did have a club offered to me. Um, but there were trials. I was in talks with massive teams. Now, anyone can say that. Everyone does say that, right? But if you knew what I was talking about, you would probably have more validation behind the words that I speak because then you would understand that I really was able to better myself and I was making it work. Now, I didn't make it work in the end how I would like it. If you know the story, you know that I ended up coming back to Australia because of my surgery and everything like that. Non-football related, uh, but quite scary. And eventually, my decision was to come back. But I made the most out of it. And now it's my responsibility to make the most out of my situation right now in Australia. Not where I want to be at all, but it's where I am. And I have to make the best out of it. But anyways, guys, a very, very complicated one there. Not easy to get your head around. And if you haven't been through these situations yourself, you probably won't understand it completely. So what I challenge you to do is make a crazy decision. Bet on yourself. I don't know what that looks like for you, but bet on yourself. Do it. Literally. Whether it's, okay, set yourself a challenge today to bet on yourself to see if you can make something work maybe that's okay i've got to do 17 different errands today for my mom i don't think that's possible but maybe because i'm so diligent and i'm so quick at getting stuff done maybe i'm the type of person to make it work so tell your mom mom i'm going to do 17 errands for you today and you know most people won't be able to do it but because it's me and I know that I am dedicated professional and I, 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 I give as much effort as possible with everything I do, I'll make it work because that's who I am, right? Those three pillars to who you are, you're betting on yourself because you know you. If you truly know who you are, you bet on yourself. Just like I knew that I was professional, as dedicated and as uh, hardworking as possible, I'm the right person to make it work. So I bet on myself, okay? If you're able to truly back yourself because you know who you are, Maybe you're able to make that situation work. And if you aren't, you have the systems and processes to fall back on, as I did now, okay? Are you able to bet on yourself? That's up to you. 